Hey everyone, this is Kush. Welcome to Climate Change Podcast. I decided to learn more about climate change and take action against it. I started my journey in 2018 and I have founded Unique Earth to connect with other people around the world and make changes together. In this podcast, I will be sharing my experience, my ups and downs, wins and losses along the way. Join me today and let's make changes together. Who else, if not you? Hey everybody, this is Kush. Thanks a lot for checking out this podcast. I would like to share with you about interview that Elon Musk and Joe Rogan had in 2018. And they talked about almost everything that was possible. But I would like to share only with the piece that they talk about climate change and what we are doing with nature. And I hope that it will be uh, helpful for you to learn from him because as you know he is one of the greatest human alive and yeah see you in the next episode you know we're, we're really playing a crazy game here with the atmosphere and the yeah. oceans we're taking vast amounts of carbon from deep underground and putting this putting this in the, in the, in the atmosphere this is crazy we should not do this it's very dangerous. So we should we should we should accelerate the transition to sustainable energy. So, I mean, this, the bizarre thing is that obviously we're going to run out of oil in the long term. You know, we're gonna. There's only so much oil we can we can mine and burn. It's tautological. We must have susta- a sustainable energy transport and energy infrastructure in the long term. So we know that's the end point. We know that. So why run this crazy experiment where we take trillions of tons of carbon from underground and put it in the atmosphere and oceans? This is an insane experiment. It's the dumbest experiment in in human history. Why are we doing this? It's crazy. Do you think this is a product of momentum that we started off doing this when it was just a few engines, a few hundred million gallons of fuel over the whole world, not that big of a deal, and then slowly but surely over a century it got out of control? And now it, it, it's not just our fuel, but it's also, the, I mean, it, it, fossil fuels are involved in so many different electronics, so many different items that people buy. It's just this constant desire for fossil fuels, constant need for oil, without yeah. consideration of the sustainability. You know, the, the things like oil, oil, coal, gas—it's the easy money. Right, it's the, it's the easy money. So, have you heard about clean coal? <laughs> the president's uh, been tweeting about it. It's got to be real. Clean coal, all caps. Did you see? He used all caps. Clean coal. Um. Well. <laughs> You know, it's very difficult to put that CO2 back in the ground. It doesn't like being in solid form. Have it you thought about something energy. like that? Like some sort of a filter? Giant building-sized filter sucks carbon out of the <laughs> atmosphere? No, Is that no, possible? No, no, it doesn't. It's not possible. No? No. Nope. No. Nope, definitely so not. So we're fucked. No, we're not fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a quite a complex question. Right. You know, we're really just when we're too, the the more 
carbon we take out of the ground and add to the atmosphere, and, and, and a lot of it gets permeated into the oceans, the more dangerous it is. Like, I, I don't think right now, I think we're okay right now. We can probably even add some more, but the momentum towards sustainable energy is too slow. Like, the, there's a vast base of industry, vast transportation system. Like, there's, there's two and a half billion cars and trucks in the world. So, and, and, and the, the new car and truck production, if it was 100% electric, that's only about 100 million per year. So it would take, if you could snap your fingers and inst instantly turn all, all cars and trucks electric, it would still take 25 years to change the transport base to electric. Makes sense, because how long does a truck, a car truck last before it goes into the junkyard and gets crushed? About 20 to 25 years. Is there a way to accelerate that process? Like some sort of subsidies or some encouragement from the government financially? Well, the, the thing that is going on right now is that there is a, an inherent subsidy in any oil-burning device. Any, any power plant or car is fundamentally uh, consuming the carbon capacity of the oceans and atmosphere, or just say atmosphere for short. Um, so like you can say, like, okay, there's a certain probability of something bad happening past a certain carbon concentration in the, in the atmosphere. And so there's some uncertain number where if we put too much carbon in the atmosphere, things overheat, uh, oceans warm up, ice caps melt, ocean real estate becomes a lot less valuable, you know, <laughs> underwater. And, and, but it's not clear what that number is, but it's definitely, you know, scientists would all, it's really quite, the scientific consensus is overwhelming. Um, overwhelming. I, I mean, I don't know any serious scientists, actually zero, literally zero, who, who don't think that, you know, that, that we were, have quite a serious climate risk that we're facing. And so, there's fundamentally a subsidy occurring with every fossil fuel burning thing, power plants, pl aircraft, car, frankly, even rockets. I mean, rockets use up, you know, they burn, they burn fuel. But there's just, you know, with rockets, there's just no other way to, to get to orbit, unfortunately. So it's the only way. But with cars, there's definitely a better way with electric cars and to generate the energy, do so with photovoltaics because we've got a giant thermonuclear reactor in the sky called the sun. It's great. It sort of shows up every day, very reliable. So if you can generate energy from solar panels, store it with batteries, you can have energy 24 hours a day. Um, and then you can, you know, can send it to, to the poles or near to, to the north uh, with uh, you know, high voltage lines. Also, the nor north northern parts of, of the world tend to have a lot of hydropower as well. Um, but anyway, the, all, all fossil fuel powered things have an inherent subsidy, which is their consumption of the carbon capacity of the atmosphere and oceans. So, 
people tend to think like why why should electric vehicles have a subsidy but they're not taking into account that all fossil fuel burning vehicles fundamentally are subsidized by the cost the environmental cost to earth but nobody's paying for it we are going to pay for it obviously in the future we will pay for it it's just not paid for now